0: hello this is zandi hicks this podcast is called bold brave and daring because well that's already inside of you you can choose to be bold brave and daring every day of your life and this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with god him showing you how to become bold brave and daring this podcast is like letters from god himself so stay tuned because i know that he wants to speak right to you Hey guys, how is it going? I know I haven't talked to you guys since I recorded the screw tape letters, but I have had something on my heart that I wanted to share. This episode is going to be about obedience and why that's important in our lives, and really what God has been teaching me over the last six months since I did the screw tape letters in January. And life has just been really full, just like everyone else's lives. We've had six weddings since November. That either my husband's been in or I've been in, and it's just been so full. Life is very busy, which is very exciting, but it's also feels like chaos sometimes. So, definitely finding God in those little moments has been very crucial to living. So, I wanted to share about obedience, and my husband and I have started the journey of doing IVF, and we've been trying to get pregnant for two and a half years with no luck at all yet and I had a surgery done in December where they told me they found that I have endometriosis so we figured out why I haven't gotten pregnant yet and now we were trying to this was back in January we were trying to decide okay should we do adoption should we try to do the medicine route I really didn't like that option and I just wasn't sure which way that God wanted us to go or foster care, because we're certified, and it was just like, Lord, which one do you want us to do? And I thought it was God was going to say adoption a hundred percent because it makes sense. The Bible says that we're supposed to take care of the widows and orphans and you know, helping families, and we went through the training, and that was what God had told us to do last January, and February, and so we went through all the training, and then in February, God spoke to me so clearly and said, I want you to do IVF because that's the one that you're afraid of. (laughs) Which in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, why? You know, why would you ask us to do such a hard thing? And when I think of people going through IVF, I always just see like a dark cloud around them. That's what I thought. But God always knows the best the best thing to do and he always knows what's best for us so I said okay Lord we will do IVF and also coming to my husband and having to tell him that and it is so costly so is adoption but IVF is very costly so yeah coming to him and he was all for it so we started that journey in March and in April I found out our first round didn't work and had to walk through the absolute heartache and feeling like my heart was broken completely. And if you've read the story about Hannah in the Bible where she is praying every single year, asking God to give her a baby, and he finally does, and she's like, I'll give him back to you. And she does. She follows through on her promise, but God does give her a baby. But reading about her anguish, I definitely felt that last month in May. And so after a couple weeks of grieving, I heard God speak clearly and I wasn't sure if I wanted to do another round and God said, "I didn't say it would work. I just said to do it." And those are the, some some of the hardest words to hear when you don't see an out, but God tells you to keep going. And so I started thinking about this of just you just obey. You don't know the outcome. And I thought of when I was a kid, when I was a kid, my parents would say, I didn't I don't have to tell you why. I just want you to do it because I said so. And that was always so hard to, to understand as a child. But when a parent does that, they're teaching you to respect authority. They're saying, I'm in charge and I know it's better for you. So. I'm asking you to do this and you have to learn to respect that and you learn to respect that with authorities in your life, whether that's your boss or the president of the United States or a parent. God is an authority figure in our lives. When he says to do something, he doesn't need a reason. He, you just do it and you just follow through because you know that he has your best interest in heart and he knows what is coming up for you because he sees the whole plan and we only see this little tiny fraction and sometimes you can't even see but one day at a time and that's what this whole IVF journey has definitely just been one day at a time I just tell myself that all the time one day at a time you can't think about the future just one day at a time so as I was thinking about this I realized about how many people in the Bible that had to just walk in obedience with God. And one of my friends reminded me about Abraham. And, you know, Abraham and Sarah, they prayed for a baby for years. And I'm sure at one point they gave up because they had their first baby when they were 90 and 100 years old. And when God said that Sarah was going to be pregnant, she laughed. Because she was like, that's that's ridiculous. That's not going to happen. And it did. And then years go on. They have their son. And God tells Abraham, I want you to take him up on the mountain and sacrifice him. Sacrifice this child that I blessed you with, that you prayed for for 100 years. So probably 80 years of his life. Maybe longer than that. He prayed for this child if he was 100. And I want you to sacrifice him. I'm sure, it's not recorded in the Bible, but I'm sure that Abraham was thinking in his head, God, why? Why are you having me do this? Or maybe he didn't. Maybe he was thinking, you know what? I've trusted you up until this point, so I'm going to keep trusting that you know exactly what you're doing. And right before he was about to kill his son, God said, stop. But Abraham didn't know that was going to happen. He just obeyed. So that was the first instance that I thought of, that my friend reminded me of, of like, hey, God said to obey, even though it didn't make any sense. And then I thought about David. And God comes to David and says, you're going to be crowned king. And then he kills Goliath. And he, you know, does all these mighty things. And then he is on the run for 20 years from Saul. On the run for his life, living in caves and At this point, he had wives, he had children, and I guarantee you those wives were not happy. They were probably coming to him and saying, I thought you were supposed to be the king, and we're out here living in caves, and I'm so tired of not having food and having to sleep out here and having babies out here. Like I can't imagine for 20 years of my life having to do that. And twice, Saul was right near David, and David could have killed him. And God said, it's not the time. Don't touch him. He's my anointed one. And David obeyed. He could have ended it all right there. And he obeyed God and just said, okay, you know what's best for us. You know what's best for me. You said, I'm going to be king. I believe you. And you're going to follow through on this. And he obeyed. And then he got rewarded. And then the last person I thought of was Jesus, of course, because He came here to die on the cross, save us from hell and sickness and disease and all of these things that he took to the grave. And then he died for us so that we did not have to die and we can go to heaven forever. That took so much obedience for Jesus just to follow through on the hardest thing that you could ever do dying on the cross. And on his final night, Before he died on the cross, when he said to God, not my will, but yours be done. That is the ultimate obedience right there. Not thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow, the feelings, the consequences, the emotions that you'll have to walk through. Just saying, okay, I'll do it. So yeah, I have felt this pull of obedience and I know God rewards obedience and I'm so grateful for that. And then I felt God pulling me to read this book called 1,000 Gifts. And I've read it before, but it was a couple years ago. And in this book, she quotes, The greatest thing is to give thanks for everything. He who has learned this knows what it means to live. He has penetrated the whole mystery of life, giving thanks for everything. That means giving thanks for the good and for the hard for the sad, and the heartbreaking. It's giving thanks for the seasons and the moments before they even happen. She shares an example of Jesus giving thanks the night before he was betrayed. He knew what was coming and yet he still gave thanks and obeyed. That's how we're supposed to live. And that has just been speaking right to me like the past few weeks of just you just obey and you give thanks even though i don't know what's going to happen being in this state is how we live and become whole and full and closest to god it's not easy at all and especially i can't see the outcome it's especially hard when you can't see the outcome and you're just wondering and you can't wonder you just have to say one day at a time i can't worry about tomorrow Tomorrow will have its own worries and own troubles. I just have to focus on today. And I have to trust that God is providing a way. He is the ultimate way maker. And he's making a way to get there. And even though I can't see the outcome, I know that he's on the other side saying, I know what I'm doing. Just trust me. I didn't say it would work. I just said to do it. And Learning to trust him in this has been a stretch of faith like I didn't have before and I'm very grateful for that. I'm learning to give thanks even though we don't have a baby in our arms yet. I know it will happen in his timing and just waiting for his promptings even though sometimes it takes a little bit and he's silent for a little bit. He's never left. He's always right there. He's just waiting on me to be ready. So if you needed to hear any of that today, I am praying for you and I am reaching out to you and I'm saying you can do this. You can walk through whatever season that you're walking through right now. A happy season, a joyful season, a hard season, an absolutely heart-wrenching season. I feel you. And you are not alone. And God knows right where you are. He hasn't left you. Walk out that obedience. Because there is such a rich reward on the other side. Even though we don't know what it looks like. And it may not be the picture that we've painted. It's still going to be beautiful. Because God is the painter. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. And I will talk to you later. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Bold, brave and daring is all about making you bold, brave and daring. Like I say, because it's already inside of you and God wants to show that to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me, message me. I would love to hear your questions or about what God has done in your life. So, Let me know, comments, and I love you and I hope that you have a wonderful week.